0: Hey gang, Drew here. Welcome back. It is March, and you know what that means. March Madness, and we here at Cosmic Grid have something very special. Our first listener challenge of 2020, March Playable Madness. 32 teams are going to go head to head to find out the best Starfinder playable alien species. So just head on over to CosmicCrit.com to check out our brackets. You can put your own submissions in, and that's all you
1: have to do. The closest bracket to our curated GM and player bracket will win prizes, gift cards from either the Paizo store or our
0: Cosmic Crit online store. So get out there and get choosing. It's going to be a ton of fun. Lastly, I did want to let you guys know a little something You guys might have heard our show, The More You Nerd, in the past. Well, Miles and I are bringing that back! You can find the new, revamped More You Nerd on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play, anywhere podcasts are downloaded, and we would really appreciate you coming and taking a look, because we've got some really awesome new stuff planned, and we're really proud of what we're putting out so far. So check that out, too! Now, on to the episode! Things are getting heated! It's episode 125! O'Briar, where art thou?
2: Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated.
1: Equip your materia, guzzle that mega elixir, and stick a phoenix down in your cap as it's time for Final Criticity 7. My name is Patrick, and I am your GM, aka your giant Mako reactor, spewing pollution into this podcast atmosphere. Joining me here today to play Starfinder are five eco-terrorists, globe-trotting heroes and chocobo-breeding aficionados, a.k.a. my players and your friends. To my right, she's here to trick attack you and steal all your materia. It's Rebecca rolling with Zinnia. Hello. Across from her, he's the airship pilot, roughneck with a penchant for pummeling. It's Drew delivering Echo 7. Hello. And to my right, the dark, edgy gun arm character whose curse words are replaced with symbols. It's prunkin' Tyler dredging up to Vasho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what was that, Tyler?
0: I, I played a jungle flute. It's a callback to season oh, one. Boy. Across
1: yeah. from him. Uh, he's got a giant Buster sword, and he knows how to use it. Buster, it's Jabert playing as Tress Strife. We really need a sweet name like Avalanche. <laughs> Midnight Squad It's pretty cool. That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think Midnight
3: Squad's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, t- I'll take that over Avalanche. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Midnight Squad sounds like we're about to tell scary stories about around a campfire yeah, and then throw yeah, like, dirt on it. <laughs> I, am, I It's sand. They. Well, yeah, they used... Uh, uh, we can't. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure I, sand I to... doesn't do that to a fire. <laughs> Let's I'm wait until just... after I finish introducing. Oh, sorry, sorry, across sorry. Across the digital table, an adorable little kitty riding on its much larger friend into battle. It's Miles mixing up with Sprouts. Whatever. Um, they they, they threw uh flour, Instance. right? Or no, no, it was powdered creamer is the trick to get like yes the, uh, yes it is fire thing. It's, it's actually creamer. very dangerous yes it is yeah. uh, they just they just oh, always remember. called it sand in the show yeah <laughs> and i was like that's not
3: how sand works yeah right. <laughs> exactly you, right?
1: i've i've seen a fire on the beach and it doesn't ignite the entire beach <laughs> and puts out fires
0: <laughs> what if that be something though <laughs> that would be a spectacular fire on the beach yeah this is final fantasy right yeah.
1: Well, yes. yes we what were was, also talking about um, are you afraid of the dark?
0: Kind of. Afraid oh, of okay. What well, was the guy? What was the character's name in the last video game where he would always do the like? He did it really annoyingly, but it was like the da da Prompto. Oh, you're talking Prompto. about Prompto. 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 Yeah, he was my favorite. <laughs> the really <laughs> um, annoying guy was your favorite. I loved
1: Prompto. Oh, I, oh, I loved I, them I all, all to great. be honest. <laughs> Surprise. That was good. Folks, we are nearly halfway done with this AP volume. I mean, you guys are now leveling up. And I got to say, it's been a lot of fun this season so far. A quick aside, you know, when the six of us started playing Pathfinder four years ago, just homebrewing some sci-fi adventures and and playing with you uh, one night a week, uh, I didn't think that could have possibly somehow led me to getting to write my own adventure and play it with you guys for an amazing audience of cosmic critter managers about four years later i I was thinking about it today we've been gaming together about that long so still feels surreal to me that i got this opportunity and i just want to take this time to thank the five of you for allowing me to do that thank you patrick thank you it is it is really crazy
3: on this like Slapdash Final Fantasy homebrew that we did four mm-hmm. years ago, and now we have uh, a podcast enjoyed by dozens. dozens!
4: <laughs> dozens! <laughs> that's
1: Dozens! good. Well, it's listened to by thousands, but enjoyed by a few, <laughs> select few, of, a group. <laughs> Ironically,
0: <laughs> a Final Fantasy-based uh, Pathfinder campaign. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Final yeah, fantasy right yeah that's uh,
1: why I brought when, it up. When we were... Uh, first like ideating about it you know we were sort of like thinking about names and i think sort of the the very early working title was space magic and (laughs) i put together the worst logo that's ever been put together oh we gotta find that the fans gotta have that but it does involve the buster sword which i i was very (laughs) pleased i I wish i could
3: find the list of like silly names that oh, we that did before so we good. settled on because
2: oh, we still have it it's yeah, still it in it's my around. google docs
3: yeah. yeah it's
0: an excel document uh, good somewhere.
3: because like i think cosmic crit was like it was one of the final contenders i mean obviously it's the one that went that <laughs> out but like there was <laughs> yeah. there
1: was some other obviously. ones that i think some of us felt strongly about mm-hmm. and, uh, well yeah my my suggestion and my leading favorite for a while was rockets and robots right or no what was it was it rockets and renegades no, it, it was something close to that, but it was, um, I mean, basically, uh, androids and aliens. Another amazing Starfinder podcast. Uh, but like more than a that. year,
2: then <laughs> right, like more yeah. more than a year before they they even created <laughs> yeah, their I just podcast. Like, so. I like
1: ampersands uh, and titles.
0: I, uh, like, yeah, <laughs> I know, I, I know, I know. We've probably mentioned this before, but I just want to tease her for a second. Hey, Rebecca, what was your character's name in the FF campaign? <laughs>
2: It was Astoria Lattimore. <laughs> thank you very
0: much. Astoria, a Alindra, Zinnia, Tolara. Oh
2: my gosh. Polar, are you serious?
0: Howdy. Well, yeah. Astoria,
1: what, Astoria. What like, technically so, four syllables, not. So three
0: yeah, syllables. Oh, oh, in the creation yeah. of oh the really characters. Oh my gosh. What a really breakaway from the norm.
1: <laughs> Re-
3: yeah, no, Rebecca opined while making Zinnia that she always used multisyllabic characters, three specifically, yeah. that ended in A. And it's oh. it's funny that it is a tradition that has gone it's, before this show. Oh. Forever.
0: I mean, it's literally been forever. It's before this podcast ever existed. <laughs> I mean, <yet>. I
3: flat <laughs> out just copied and pasted it's the name amazing. of my last character. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> and I'm always, my My guy's always terrible. I mean, my my, char- my main character in that campaign literally betrayed everybody and you guys killed him. So it was pretty fun. Yeah, you did, you sack a flame.
2: Wait, I don't remember that way. Yeah, because yeah, remember he, he died you? and
3: got brought back to life yes. and then he tried to kill me for some reason. Oh. And we still God. didn't figure out. <laughs>
2: well, well uh, you deserved it clearly
0: I, oh i definitely did but like, yeah i it was one of those things the, where
3: the best thing was because the was pathfinder fun. final fantasy rules are so broken like my character like at one point like one hit a boss and it was the most wonderful thing in the entire world
1: yeah i think you'd have to be a a pretty beefed up Solarian in this game in order to uh to even come to, close to crit a boss well yeah that's pathfinder rules they have things like times three multipliers and stuff like that whereas yeah you, it's never going to get more than double. Speaking of which, we should probably get back into it, back into Starfinder. Let's as, do it. Uh, like I said, we're, we're at that halfway point. Back to another episode this week. And before we get into the action, we got to turn to our Raxalite detective for a recap of what happened last time on
3: Cosmic Crit. Just another case in the mixed up files of Sprouts Marlow, Plant Investigator. We're off to the north to find the second battalion squad and try to find some Halaxian priest north of Linmari. What my squad doesn't know is I'm on a different path. I need to find out where my partner got to at SQ Penitentiary. And the escaped prisoners that tried to ambush us gave us some in- gave me some intel. Seems like our mark, the android Andia, broke out. is running free with a rough crew. Another pit stop saw us saving an evacuating couple from some more swarm drudgers. It would be bad the bub brutes, began to bag it out there. With a couple telling us the problems of Linmari, all this sounds like a rotten core of an already warmed apple, and I don't like it. Someone is going to talk, and I aim to ask the questions of what's going on.
1: Yes, indeedy, do, and indeed, the last thing that we did on the episode after you guys beat back the dredgers was I told you all you leveled up. We, Woo! Woo! Level oh. two. and indeed, that is where we are at currently. Uh, with 1,350 experience currently under your guys' belts. You need 1,300 to get to level two and and start 50 on the way to level three. Just there. Yes, exactly. As is tradition on this podcast, every time you guys level up, we take a little bit of time at the following episode start to kind of go around the horn and talk about your characters, talk about the abilities you're taking at the level up, and, you know, what... It is you're excited to play with uh, moving forwards. At the very least, just one thing. If you want to highlight multiples, that's fine. But uh, one one main thing. So as this is the first time that we leveled up with these characters, don't have a set schedule here. Who wants to go first?
2: I'll go. I'll go. Oh. I'm oh. raising my hand. Oh,
1: Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> What's um, happening with Zinnia?
2: So she is an operative, so of course she gets a lot of skill ranks, and that's all very exciting. Um, I get evasion, all that stuff. But I also got my first operative exploit, so I got to choose something special for my operative. I went with what I was planning to go with from the very beginning, Alien Archive, which will give me a plus two, I think, to my trick attack if I can uh, identify the creature first. So I thought that that would dovetail very nicely with my xenobiologist uh, scholar what theme is that? What that's called with her being a scientist and and uh, studying the swarm and identifying them anyway, might as well tap into that that bonus. So um, that's that's what I went with for my exploit.
1: Alien archive is a pretty great name for it, but it it works for any operative, and it's it's a great bonus if like your character is want to do is able to identify everything. You get not only vital information but you get a bonus on on those trick attacks which is great <laughs> and yeah
2: i mean it, it doubles my operatives edge maybe this is what you just said but it doubles my operatives edge bonus on that skill check to identify even so yeah, it makes potentially it makes it so that i can learn even more about these weird creatures that we're coming yeah. across so. yeah
1: so more level two your operatives edges your operatives edge is one currently right yes so you get, a, you get a nice little an additional plus one bonus for any of those skill checks to identify stuff a lot of it is going to be life science in this ap i'm not going to lie to you a lot of
2: that's lucky uh, for me
1: animal a biology <laughs> yeah excellent excellent. Who, who wants to go second oh so i'll go. go i'll go because i have
0: a lot going on
1: so echo seven is a, is a bombardier soldier and soldiers at level two Get a combat feat. Oh yeah, you're gonna get a lot of feats. Yeah, get used to that. Yeah, yeah true. Uh, so I picked up weapon focus, so I get a, a a flat plus one to all of my power weapon attacks, which will be kind of nice at these levels. And right. So with that, with fat. weapon focus, you pick a weapon type. Correct. Correct. So now, it, now at heavy weapons. Uh, so I picked heavy weapons because that's what he's using right now. I you can Slide. then get versatile focus down the line, which will apply to all weapon types. That you have proficiency with at least but that is a feat for another day cool cool and echo seven's a little tougher now like everyone else oh yeah he's a beefy boy now who oh. almost
0: double hp and sp <laughs> excellent who is next
3: I'll go. another Stop. operative here we are like like rebecca i get some some skills and some evasion but i chose for my exploit uncanny mobility this is something right. that, that ties into kind of what sprouts has been dealing with a little bit is if he's not riding on somebody something might kind of team up on him you know he needs to kind of be able to book it not just do a half step so what this allows me to do is when i make a trick attack if i choose uh the target of my attack before i move my movement
1: won't protect uh, provoke attacks of opportunity from that target pretty pretty useful one especially for sprouts who has no melee capabilities. You're not able to switch up like a Zinnia and, and pull out a, a baton. You're always going to be shooting, so you got to get away, got to get away from them. Exactly. So I can be like, well, I'm definitely going to be hitting that guy,
3: and then I'm going to <laughs> haul booty, and then I can then I can use my trick attack, trick attack, because now I have plus one BAB, so I can not be punished. I'm not going to lie,
1: a lot of the creatures in the Attack of the Swarm are going to just run straight up to you and we'll, we'll be mailing. So this is probably going to see some use. I'm not going to lie. Excellent. Sprout's getting tougher. Sprout has not taken much damage so far since uh, since leaving Rio City, right? Right. So so, so far, you're, you're basically up to full, which is nice. Awesome. I, I, it looks like Tyler and Jabert are conferring amongst themselves as <laughs> to who is going to go next. Uh, was that Tyler? Uh,
0: yeah, Jabert's trying to steal the spotlight, but we've never had a Mystic, and he needs to dovetail this with something interesting. Because if it ends on me, it's going to be like I have a stellar revelation that gives me plus yeah. a plus one to damage. Well, yeah. well I can't wait to
1: can't <laughs> wait to can't wait to wow you all with what
0: with what I get. <laughs>
1: yeah, you, uh, yeah, another you get uh, another revelation, Tyler. How is that going to be boring?
0: Oh, because it just gives me I have to spend a move action to get plus one to damage to one creature. I mean, it's really boring right now. What What is this called? This is from Calm Character Operations, and it's called a blade in the night. So, but what's nice is when I'm attuned, it's actually plus one damage every four levels of Solarian. So when we get to the higher levels, this will be actually a a pretty decent bonus. But for now, yawn. It It exists. It's nice. It's more.
1: yeah, this scales with you. That That is pretty nice. At fourth level, it gets, what, plus two damage?
0: Yeah, as long as I'm attuned. Absolutely. Yeah, you're
1: you're a bomber, man. You're all about that, uh, the damage.
0: Yeah, it's really nice when you're only w- rolling a 1d3. Getting max damage is kind of frequent, oh, I guess. Yeah. So getting, that's kind of fun. Yeah, minimum three damage. times. It's like yeah. whatever.
1: <laughs> if, if you <laughs> get math. that, guaranteed.
0: Oh, Jabert did the
1: math. Oh, boy. Oh, God. No, I'm just <laughs> embarrassed. Jabert. Bring us home with trust. What is happening at uh, level two? All right. Get ready, everybody. I get Mind Link as a spell-like ability.
4: Ooh.
1: <gasps> yeah. Once what? per day, I can cast a level one spell. An additional level one spell? <laughs> well, no. No, I can't. No. I, so it's not that good. I don't get more level one spells. Don't, don't get it twisted. I get a special spell-like ability where I can cast Mind Link. Ooh! So basically, that's a uh, some creature you touch, you can uh, confer like ten minutes of information to them instantly, and so that's level two.
2: <laughs> that's it. Uh,
1: I mean, I mean I, you I, got
2: I, spells, right? I,
1: well, I learned another first level spell. I get three of those per day, and now I know four of them. So, like, uh, don't worry about that. <laughs> you won't be seeing that ever. Uh, well, <laughs> what did you take? <laughs> uh, I picked up Battlemind Link Lesser. It lasts for minutes per level. You can cast it on two creatures. And if combat starts within that duration, then they each roll their initiative uh, normally, but they take the higher of each other's die rolls and then apply their own bonuses to it and they get a plus two to their initiative oh i don't so it's I don't, like i don't like this at all given I mean, someone like an operative's initiative role <laughs> i mean well i mean but it's i mean it's their it's the die roll right so oh, so it's, it's not the Just bonus that. you don't you don't get the bonus yeah you keep your own bonus oh, wow. okay. so it's like yeah it's it's a little It's not the most exciting. I want to see it in practice, so let's get to this episode. (laughs) You won't get (laughs) to No, everyone has to use their level two abilities. Okay. No matter what, back into the action this week. You guys are back on the road after saving the Nulises, the the human couple that was escaping from Linmari and heading down to Rio City in about an hour or so back up the road. Just watching the endless snow-covered plains of Sator region roll by. You do see like another civilian vehicle heading southbound in the opposite direction. But besides that, it is is very quiet out here. The roads are absolutely dead. Mind you, it was the previous day when the evacuation order went out. So a lot of people have already left this region. Raz Jungat, your prisoner, emancipated prisoner and and friend now... (laughs) It's going to try to take his mind off of his dredger wounds. He took a a massive claw attack in that fight. Try to take his mind off it by making some some small talk. He explains that (laughs) he was
0: what, Tyler? sorry i wasn't ready for the for the raz rp this episode i i, I you've <laughs> thrown me off like five minutes into the actual gameplay
1: well you should have you should have just murdered him because now he's my gmpc in this campaign <laughs> remember oh when no, i he, he tried jellic. to attack that dredger and missed that was great unless yeah. he makes a wrong move
0: <laughs> oh no, this is jellic Folson all over again
1: first uh, he, it was ralcali <laughs> Then it was uh, the, the Jellick and the
2: kid and yeah, yeah. the Yeah, but Ral was
1: kind of cool. Anyway, Raz explains that he was in prison for stealing, but he was trying to rip off a, a dirty starship dealer named Gar Malgero. Devosha, when this happens, your ears prick up as you seem to remember that name. But does Tyler
0: remember the name? Gal Valjero. Gar Malgero. Gar Malgero. Mm, is that that's the guy who we got the dauntless from he was the guy who owned the junkyard where the dauntless is from right
1: oh no that's a different campaign altogether (laughs) (laughs) dang it Uh, i was
0: trying to make two
1: links (laughs) uh maybe maybe he's he's been out there before he is indeed a starship dealer he was the guy your callow boss was meeting in orbit around ultranius Six months ago, the, the slimy human... Oh,
0: that's right. That's from episode
1: right. 117. So you don't really know him, but you've you've heard of him before. Anyway, Raz tells you that he was looking to steal a secret cash from uh, Mr. Malgero's supposed safe that he kept on his personal pleasure cruiser. But after failing to break into it, the, the gangster had it moved for refits and had poor Raz sent to prison for what he did.
4: Well, that is good to know that your crime was, even if you had succeeded, would be victimless. I
1: would not weep a minute
4: over that individual's lost finances.
1: It would have been a real sweet payoff, but eh, I got caught. And uh, oh boy, they beat me within an inch of my life before they turned me over to the authorities.
4: And now you're with us. I do not feel like your situation has improved much over
1: time. Well, you guys didn't kill me, so that is also a positive. You're a very positive person, Raz. I well, appreciate that. Kind of gotta be these days, you know? Kind of gotta. As you all are driving on further, Trest, you begin to see some images out there in the in the White Plains daydreaming. The rest of you might be getting glimpses psychically of the, the Sheeran's innermost thoughts. We see through the Sheeran's mind's eye Uh, maybe a psychic recreation of uh, a small shirin child and some other shirin in in the hylaxian robes years ago Uh, very similar to the dream you had the the prior night here we see priests kind of sprinkling ashes around your feet singing songs very faint psychic songs into your minds tress remembers the ceremony well many years ago the the frustration of not being able to tell what words they were singing to you as they, you know, purposely made them very distant, very melodic, but hard to pick out. Even now as you roll through the hills leading to the Jurdos Mountains, back where where these ceremonies went on, you can hear that same faint music of the Halaxian priestesses in your mind. But that is cut off violently as you're jolted awake when you recall the sound of the swarm beast in Brenoa that let out its psychic blast interrupts your, your daydreaming and you suddenly become wide awake in the the rear of the STF hardtop, or in the, in the cab, wherever you're at. <clears throat> I imagine it's sort of like when you uh, you're sort of just beginning to drift off to sleep, and you sort of hear oh, yeah. like a like a like a scream in your in your mind, and you sort of like a sort of just <gasps> all of a sudden your your heart's pounding.
0: Yeah, you do that thing where you hit your knee on like the desk or on the dash, also like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but everyone else here including Raz, sorry, it's 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 like a psychic emanation, a nighttime emanation, uh, is getting like bits and pieces that you know just like in your mind. You get little pieces of trest all up in your mind. Like uh, little crumbs. Like you're have like you're all eating trest crackers. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's like you're eating the crackers, but yeah, they're they are indeed. Mm-hmm. We're getting Captain's trest. <laughs> and, and not not all at the same time either. So like if if Devosha tries to talk to sprouts about it, you know he's like, well, what are you talking about? And then later on the the same thing. But it does seem like there's like a uh, a connection uh, you you've not really had this this happen before Trest where hmm. where you're unable to kind of control your your psychic thoughts.
0: hmm, this is most unpleasant.
2: Do we do we have some inkling that it's coming from Trust like we know that it's him or not really sure what it is
1: These these images are of a very young Shirin. you can barely make out that it is the, the same like color the same bluish chitin that that Trust has but between the the prior night's dream you, you get that weird deja vu feeling when, when this is happening on the road and can kind of put two and two together, just about everybody now. So if anybody wants to confront Tress or kick him out of the, the hardtop, do whatever you want. Chippard has to play Raz gun chat now.
0: Do do a survivor Yay. vote out right here. You are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're the weakest link, and also you're making us think of sad stuff. Get out of here. <laughs> well, maybe melancholy more than sad. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I think Xenia would be interested from a biology standpoint of this is strange for her to be experiencing and hasn't studied anything of this nature, I guess. I mean, she's familiar with some of the Swarm's ability to connect with with each other and and communicate in that way. But she personally has not been, you know, the receiver of such images. So I think she would be interested in talking to him about it.
1: Well, actually, make make me a life science check because Xenia, you're all about the science. Yeah. Things. Tell me what you get.
2: It's a 14, but there is a negative five to the DC if it's life science. I mean, Xenobiology.
1: If it's Xenobiology. Yeah, so I'm actually going to add that in here because the way that these psychic emanations are coming, it does seem like an autonomous, you know, it does seem like he is actively trying to think these things at you, a shared psychic image. While it's happening to, to various people at the same time, that is what the swarm does. They have a every single swarm, a psychic ability where they are in constant communication with one another. They have the capability of chaining that psychic communication as well over over the range of whatever psychic links that they have. So you know that that the massive host of dredgers that you saw, if they were spread out over a mile. They could psychically communicate nearly simultaneously over that entire distance if if they have enough space. And it's one of their main abilities, the swarm's main abilities, and it's, it kind of is similar to what's happening with Trest here, but not not really. Obviously, he's a, a sentient person, but he is kind of communicating with all of you at the same time. And I don't know if that is, links up, Draper, uh, to to mind link and your battle link abilities now, but you do feel like your, your powers are, are growing or at least a little different right now. Yeah. I think that a lot of, not to sort of get too out of character, but uh, I think that a lot of Trest's abilities do sort of focus around either psychokinesis or telekinesis or telepathy, that sort of thing. Right. I think Trest would probably process that. If somebody were to bring it up to him, I think Tress would probably process that as something akin to being told that uh, he's talking in his sleep, and so I mean, I mean, obviously it's a little different from that. I mean, you know, talking in your sleep is uh, is is a little less. It's it's a little different from like sharing your actual dreams with other people, you know? Sure, but
2: it's it's not intentional in the same way, right? Like, it's it's like, okay, that's great that you're hearing right. my thoughts, but it's not like I'm sending them to you. Sorry about that, you know?
1: Right, right, yeah. I will say that uh, us here on the podcast might have a similar set of experiences, though your characters don't know this, with Miles's character in, in Season 2. Wynne was able to create seemingly, like, psychic mindscapes that a few times you guys were able to to step into as well. That, of course, was very intentional, kind of towards the end of the campaign, where you guys um, shared his his psychic uh, visions that he had. This is just like in my past life when I was a bear. (laughs) When I was a giant (laughs) blue bear!
0: Back before I was a flower. I was a bear,
1: see? Yeah. (laughs) The second circle of life, see? Anyway, uh, before we get on too far of a psychic tangent, before you guys, as you continue The highway here begins to run alongside a frozen river and you see a very large industrial site off to the side, some metallic looking smokestacks stretching into the the grim overcast sky built on the far bank of this river behind a stretch of chain link fence. You see signs that mark this place as the greater Sator waterworks. As you're passing by up ahead, um, there's a, a small bridge branching off from the highway that crosses the river at the gated uh, fence there. There's a small guard building in front of that gate. The ice and snow lay heavy on the the ground next to this road. And as you are driving past it, you guys hear a laser blast, gunfire, coming from that direction. (laughs) Pow! It does strike the, the hard top. It doesn't seem like it's strong enough to, to penetrate the armor, but I need Zinnia to go ahead and make me a piling check for this frightening interruption. Uh, you're going to yes. have to keep control of the vehicle on this icy road.
2: That's a 29. Holy
1: free holy. <laughs> She's uh, from Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. a super, super uh, 19 on the dice. That's going to do it. DC 16 here. Uh, you... Uh, retain control of vehicle slow it down to a, a safe pace as you are not at all shocked by your vehicle taking fire maybe you've piloted some other vehicles <laughs> that have come under
2: in recent acid, memory i have acid
1: blast <laughs> attack yeah,
0: yeah. I don't I don't compared guess, to a uh, missile <laughs>
1: <any of those laughs> well, she
0: grew up on, on treksis don't you know
1: <laughs> during the
3: cold
0: cannon times. cannon everyone from dry axis, <laughs> that's a <laughs> Minnesotan accent it's it's, it's yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. the
3: planet of it's the planet of
1: minnesota they bring
3: I'm hot dish
1: in it. the winters but in the summers they bring the cold dish <laughs> yeah i can't I can imagine the the warm uh, Traxian sounding like that, they got to be like. So,
2: is that what dragon can sound like? Isn't yeah. that? What, oh no. They're yeah. from? <laughs> no!
1: they do! Oh yeah! Yeah. Oh, yeah! Yeah! Ice dragons for sure. Don't fast. you know? <laughs> <laughs> that that I'll, I will. Uh... All right, everybody, yeah, we got to go find a dragon.
4: dragon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you could have played a dragonkin. No one's stopping you. Season <laughs> eight. Right as as you you slow down, you are able to hear some more laser blasts that sound like they're striking the the roadside. In short succession, uh, There's some shouting, and you can tell it is coming from that guard booth on the other side of the bridge. What would you guys like to do? I mean, can't we just keep
3: going? I mean, Have those
1: stop? clearly. Clearly, these these people need our help. No one la- shoots lasers <coughs> for fun. Miles, that is an option. It'll be a very short episode. <laughs> 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 then keep on keeping on. All right. To <laughs> be continued. See you later.
2: <laughs> well, we did... We did receive orders to tell civilians to get out of the area. If this is the waterworks and there's a guard there, we can assume that at least someone here is a civilian, right? Because well, they're working for the waterworks? Uh,
1: actually, make me uh, an engineering check. Anybody that wants to, I can give you more information about that
0: specific oh, okay. blast. That's no surprise. I don't think I put any points into engineering in level two.
2: That's a 25 from Xenia. Oh, Ooh. surprise,
1: surprise. <laughs> That's a six uh, from Echo 7. <laughs> Uh, Zinnia, you are able to tell specifically that high-pitched wine is indeed an SDF-issued weapon. Uh, oh. Laser uh, pistol or laser rifle, it, you weren't able to tell, but it is definitely of military grade.
0: Echo 7, made by engineering, but cannot Engineer.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, uh, can just like, call out everyone's natural two or natural three? <laughs> we don't have to do that, Tyler. Hey, you do that to me all the time. Yeah, Literally in,
2: every
3: episode. Yeah. We don't have to, but we will. Oh, I mean, oh, that's, oh, that's oh, why we that's call it, that's him that's Tyler that. Toot Toot Pierce. <laughs> all right,
2: all right. Zenia is going to speak up and and say, "That's another soldier over there. We need to help them."
3: Right, and so, she'll so, turn
2: the car. It, it, she's driving anyway. She doesn't have to tell anybody. Can
3: can, <laughs> can 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 Sprouse just like grab a megaphone and just hop on top of the the roof and just tell them to leave, like to evacuate. Like we're just we're just we just have to tell them to evacuate. We're not we're not there to pick them up, right? Well, it depends. depends. It, it depends. Well, do you have a yeah. Do you have a megaphone? Oh,
0: <laughs> burn. Ooh. Not in the, none of the I, I'm characters. sure that, I'm sure it does. Well,
2: and not only that, but it's hard to evacuate when you're being shot at. I mean, I assume it is. I haven't experienced that personally, but
0: Well I, yeah. I have, and it's not that hard.
3: <laughs> you
2: can do it. <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> all right.
0: Let's go help. Let's go help. Uh. Let's all help. Right. I've taken you
1: guys to the map here. You can pop out of the vehicle. Obviously, behind you, Raz Gunjet, wounded, is gonna bring out his baton and and follow follow behind. Like, no, oh,
0: Raz, Raz, go bro-game. go back. Raz, go back to the truck. No, no, no,
1: no, no. <laughs> out in front.
3: Yeah, I want to help, guys. He, he's like he's like he's like our canary
0: in the mine. <laughs> no, no. D- Devasha will be out in front. Have have at, l- at least have Raz stand behind.
3: <laughs> Sprouts is probably gonna hop on top of uh,
1: Echo Seven.
2: is gonna fly.
1: Ooh, okay. So flying above this this bridge, so icy bridge here.
2: Yeah, just about fifteen feet in the air.
1: Oh my gosh, what is happening? <laughs> You guys are moving each other around there. Okay, I, so get getting in position here on the bridge, you see over here to the uh, northeast this this guards station. And as you get closer to it, you can see that there's a humanoid figure inside there. Stepping out immediately uh, as you guys approach is what looks like a Lashunton man. I will blow this art up a little bit so you show you. It looks
0: like Shrek. <laughs>
1: Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Somebody
0: wants to I mean he's like yellow.
4: He uh, so. looks like Shrek. <laughs> <laughs>
1: let's drill let's drill down. Let's get it's let's like, get into this.
4: It's like rule 34. What are you doing on my
1: bridge? <laughs> uh if you tell me that his friend a donkey shows up next. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to no, marry I, you, Patrick. I'm going to marry know. you. The Spross
3: will hop back in the car by himself if that happens. <laughs> I'm going on a merry adventure with Shrek and well, Donkey.
0: It's, and, it's and, a- and, and, and
3: To get their Minnesota nice dragon.
2: Mm. It's a little
1: racist. This is just a, a regular looking Le Shunton male.
2: <laughs> well, to be fair, the hair is a little like Fiona's hair. So, Ooh, you know, a little, yeah. maybe combination of the two. I don't,
3: <clears throat> I don't remember Alindra looking that sickly of a color.
1: Well, there's uh, multiple different colors uh, that uh, Lashuntans, like humans can be, Miles. Does everyone have to be the same color? And you're, yeah, I Le- don't know jack about Lashuntas. Well, Miles, you <laughs> see, Lashuntans Le- are like onions. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, like, I like how we've said uh, Lashunta like three different ways. I, I think it is just Lashunta. I have said Lashuntan many a time, but. Maybe both are correct. Anyway, this guy comes out. It's funny you mentioned his hair because he does look disheveled. His eyes are wild, and he is waving a laser pistol in the air above his head. And as he sees you all, he says, "You there! What what are you standing around for? Help me kill them! They're everywhere! We're being overrun, and we gotta push
2: them back!" Can I see anything around him? Yeah, uh,
1: make me a perception check. Can we all make perception? You can indeed, but I can tell you right now, you don't. Uh 16 and 20. We've rolled too far here. You guys don't see anything uh, besides him. He does begin to just file, fire his pistol kind of erratically into the ground around him. He seems to be seeing
0: something here, though.
2: Patrick. So, maybe something is burrowing underground.
0: Mm, uh, Patrick, can I... Does this seem like this might be a mysticism-related thing? Like, he's either under a spell or might
1: be gone crazy. It's potentially that but I can tell you right now it is also potentially dangerous which means we gotta roll up into initiative. Okay.
0: Everyone. I think I would like to make a mysticism check once I get to. Oh my gosh I rolled another 18. Oh my gosh Echo. (laughs) I don't know what we're shooting at but I will be shooting. Right here too. Oh my gosh you guys and your beefy initiative rolls. Oh, boy.
1: It does seem like Echo 7 and Sprouts have rolled really high here. Maybe maybe you all should ride on one another's shoulders. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, I have rolled a natural one on initiative for... <laughs> For our Lashunta friend. I have rolled a 16 for Raz Gungjan. Good job, Raz! He's going he's going pretty high up in that initiative Little turn. <laughs> but first is Drew with Echo Seven. Uh, what would you like to do here?
0: Echo is going to move here. And I guess Sprouts is coming with me.
1: Move into the side of Tress, get a clear yeah, just, shot. Just to get a clear shot, just to get a, a clearer look at what's going on. And uh mm. he wants to to call out to, to this. This individual, this Lashenta, fellow SDF officer, please explain the situation. We would endeavor to help, but we need more information. If you want to help shoot them, they're everywhere and I can't stop them all. We don't see anything, guy. He he can barely hear you over his own distress, his screaming and his his shooting. Is there anything else you want to do, do, Drew? They're chicks. So I did perception. I don't think I have anything else I can do. I could, oh, uh, Let me try to intimidate him to stand down. Sure. Just to um, stop firing for a second. Go right ahead. Oh, good roll. So 23. Uh, what, what does Echo 7 say?
0: Stand down, son. We've got to figure out what is going on over here.
1: What, what, do you, what do you mean? We we can't let them win. We can't let them take us. We will not let them win, but you need to settle yourself down and get a hold of this situation. We are here to assist,
0: and you will fall in line. Do you understand?
1: <laughs> I mean, he, he kind of looks like he's paying attention to you. Perhaps, you know, he just might need a little more... Intimidation, a little more encouragement one way or the other. Uh, Miles, do you have an action with Sprouts here? next? I, I guess I'll try to
3: roll some intimidation too. It's a 17. What, what, what does Sprouts say? <laughs> Got the intimidate bros. Well, so if he needs more intimidation, Sprouts is just basically like, one bad move out of you and I'll put you on your back for good.
1: What? What? Oh, no. Why Why would you do that? <laughs> you get over here and you tell us what's going on. He indeed Deeb. After that, will drop his pistol and and run over to you guys. Man, you don't um, drop his weapon. Jeez. <laughs> uh, well, well, he's been firing you, wildly. Yeah, yeah. I'd prefer he dropped the weapon. Yeah, you, no, that's you, good. You, it's you it's hear right. him click the pistol a couple of times, and it's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he's running over here. Maybe grab one of your guns. Uh, Rez Jungat, of course, will, will move right up to him and just murder him with a natural 20 attack. <laughs> oh. Okay, that's, well, a, that's a joke. Oh, okay. I was,
3: like, no I was like, "What?
0: <laughs>
1: no rats? What do you do?" Uh, no. After that, he just comes over and is like uh, blubbering, his head in his hands, like, "No, no, no. That's not. That's not right. That's not. It's not right. Please protect me." We are out of combat because all it takes here is a couple of intimidate checks, and you guys have made them both. Hey, oh, really? really? <laughs> yeah. You you have well done. Basically. <laughs> kowtowed him and taking him kind of out of his element. He's like shaking his head, maybe stroking, pulling his antenna like uh, he's pulling on his hair. Uh, what do you guys like to do?
0: Can I try that mysticism check? Yeah, go, go right ahead. Devasha would also like to consult with Dressed on this. What, what'd you roll? My individual roll was uh, an 18. I rolled
1: 12 on the dice. I mean, he definitely if, if it wasn't magical in nature, it might have been psychological in nature because he seemed like he was looking at real things on the ground around him, like in the air and, uh, and firing at them. None of you <laughs> see anything around him right now. <clears throat> can I, as, can I yeah. talk to him? Yeah. What, what do you want to say? Good work, soldier. We held him off. Now tell us what was going on. What sort of things were attacking? What was the situation at this particular outpost? well
0: we were uh,
1: I, I I'm I was overrun They were everywhere settle I down mean. settle down <clears> settle down <throat> what's your name son what's your name oh i'm Suthres cesaro uh uh, private sir second battalion
0: how long you been uh, how long you been with the with the battalion here
1: um 5 5 months uh, i got separated from my squad i guess i i, I was there were swarm everywhere i they were there were you didn't see them. They were. Oh, we've were right. seen we've seen plenty of
0: swarm. It's okay. It's okay. Let's just let's just settle down a little bit and let's talk about what happened. Can you tell us about any particular swarm that stood out to you? Anything that that maybe you never saw before?
1: Uh he, he moves like to you guys and then kind of like loses his balance, kind of steadies himself on Tres Devasho, and you guys feel uh, like a shock of psychic energy pass through you as he, he grips onto your trest. Uh, makes a connection he'll say I, I i i saw all the the dredgers the, the all, all the swarm were, were just here but i'm i'm having trouble that they, they were just um they were just psychic ghosts uh, uh if you all couldn't see them they were maybe they were just in my minds i got separated f- from my squad uh, we drove further north and and i just kept seeing the swarm everywhere and, and i was i was getting erratic so I, I told my squad to continue on with the mission without me They they're heading up to, to find a Halaxian priest in, in the mountains and and I wasn't doing them any good so I, I told them I'd stay here and, and try and straighten my head out
4: tell me when was this how long ago did you last see them
1: uh, I mean I've, I've been here about a, a day or so they they, they left a, a day before last on the, on the mission Patrick did, do we know, did the team before us leave approximately a day-ish for oh, yeah. us? Yeah, this, okay. this is definitely a member of the 2nd Battalion squad that you are looking for. Okay. Okay. Well,
4: it's um, it's good that we found you, Private. We were uh, all very concerned for your well-being.
1: Well, what are you talking
0: about? We were sent up here to see if your squad needed some assistance. We are glad to see that you are safe. We are also to bring this priest back safely so that they may be escorted off of the planet.
1: Well, do you, do you have word from, from a squad?
4: I am sorry to say that we do not. That is one of the reasons why we have been sent.
0: Now, 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 now. We have been out of communications range. We, we cannot say for any certainty what is going on. The higher ups, you know how the brass is. They sent us out thinking we know what. We better just be safe. We better just be careful. This priest is way too important. We're here to, for backup.
1: That doesn't mean anything. I mean, it's been more than a day since since they left. I mean, they should be back by now. It's not that far of a of a drive. I, I hope they're all right. I I didn't want to slow them down, and I was having I was having a, a lot of trouble. But if you you all are heading up that way i i can travel with you if you want but i mean i'm still worried i'm uh, if i have another episode uh, well i'm worried i can i'll I'll cause more harm than good would you feel more comfortable if we tied you up definitely not that that would probably trigger a couple of panic attacks just just in that action maybe you can take my weapon for now yes
0: that is perhaps for the best
1: do we have any sedatives? Any kind of anything that we could use to just put this guy to sleep? Don't think you have any sedatives. You had those stems. Uh, we have the, the opposite. opposite. We, can, <laughs> we can wake him up. Yeah, just give him a real like a jolting five-hour energy. A Real goose, goop, goop him up.
2: <laughs> Does Trust have any ability to, with the psychic powers or whatever, to help calm things down?
1: Could you mind? Should something flare something? up again? Trust can uh, sort of do his best to, you know, talk him down and sort of talk to him about his experience, where he's from, how long he's been with people, you know, sort of do that sort of thing. Could could you use Mind Link to uh, fill his head with calming images for ten minutes? I could fill his head with something. (laughs) I don't know, boy. I don't know. I don't know how how comforting it would be, but, uh... Tell me a story. (laughs) (laughs) I touch him on the arm, and then it's it. it's about it's approximately a ten minute long story. and oh uh, I'll, I'll take it, but it all happens very instantly. And he's got a nosebleed now. I don't know what that's about <laughs> <laughs> as you guys are are heading back to the vehicle, he'll agree to go with you if, if you want him. he will will talk to you trust. and as a fellow, psychic, both Sheeran and Lashunta have the, the limited telepathy. he'll he'll talk to you, like in your mind and and says it's something. Something wrong with the swarm here on on Suscalin. They they must have some kind of psychic weapon and and are using it because the last few days since the invasion, this new invasion force touched down uh, in the east. All I I could hear was them saying over and over and over again, psychically, the same three words over and over and over. They just kept saying uh, in, in Sheeran. Hylax will know just repeatedly, and that, that's all I've been able to think about. Have, have you heard that? Hylax will know. I have not. I mean, it, it's 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 been driving me crazy. Every every encounter we've we've had has been has been the same thing. Anyway, I, I think it, like I said, if you take my weapons and uh, he sees that you, Trest, as well, are in like the medical corps, you've got like that badge. He is also. He he says, uh, let let, let me help supply you all up. Um, If if you're helping my squad, then at least I could do is try and help yours. Uh, Take my medical bag. It's like a a little duffel bag he's got with him. And inside is a dermal stapler, basic med kit, uh, two med patches, five serums of healing, as well well as, as... a a little magical item. It looks like a pendant shaped like the holy symbol of Ray with a, a red jewel at its center. And we can toss that over the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Why don't you? Yes, make... no
0: one here likes Serenray. So, no. no,
4: I'm pretty sure she would not like me in my current form.
1: Why, why don't you uh, make me uh, miss some trick as, as you see this this item? Yeah. Oh well, that's not ideal. A, a ten. 10 uh, for Trent. 20? 20 for Devosho is, yeah, uh, for some reason you have some kind of link to this Serenray item. You know this to be a magical item uh, known as a recovery aegis. Oh, these are dope. Yeah, they are pretty great. In the armory, page 115, Soothrath says, uh, I-, I got this The symbol of Serenray after hearing a, a, a great Serenite speak in the, the Citadel of the Sun in the burning archipelago. Uh, it was a famous adventurer and, and icon known as Edros Perhaps this, <laughs> this aegis will, will keep one of you safe. That guy sounds like a real nerd. <laughs> <laughs> no way. He, like, beats people up. He's super cool. Oh, really? Wow. That's pretty neat. I mean, we should say what it does. The the recovery Aegis is a indeed a, a magically worn item, and it gives you a bonus to saving throws against effects that you're already
0: suffering, like an ongoing effect. Plus, you can use it to stabilize without spending resolve points. Yes. You <laughs> <Yeah.
2: can>. So <laughs> this sounds like a devasha <laughs> thing. <laughs> well, Trest,
0: I mean, it, 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 it's a frontline fighter thing. Like Tres can is. take it. Well, Trest, Trest, Trest can, it.
1: Trest can cantrip to stabilize. Does that work on no, himself? Not
0: himself. Didn't not work himself. On himself. Didn't work on himself. Not
1: himself. Not if you're unconscious, but yeah, it is a one use for that stabilization. Because if you do use it to to stabilize, yeah. it like cracks this red, like mm. almost ruby like gem in the center. Well, I would uh, I would uh, thank thank him very much for the assistance, and uh, we'll make sure this is all cataloged and distributed to the squad and put to good use.
4: I have heard of this device and Edros. Many Salarians are familiar with one of his companions as well. I believe her name was Elyndra.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't know of this Elyndra. Was she famous as well for something?
0: Yes, she was a unique Salarian.
1: Very powerful. Oh, crazy.
0: A hey, Mouse was there too. <laughs> You're a rat, number one, you dummy. He's <laughs> a
2: But also, it's fitting for Devacho to talk about Elyndra because they're both Salarians. Oh. Well,
1: Exactly. weren't they all famous? Yeah, to, I would <laughs> say like in the yeah. Pact, maybe, but actually, Edros was an icon right. and was yeah. at that point level. Oh, 13. right, right, right. Like yeah. most everywhere. W- when you get on a Yoxian TV and become a star, yeah, you're everywhere. Yeah, yeah I just love like, that. Like, Eox is like the the center of t- uh, entertainment yeah. television in the universe, in, at least in our canon.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, Devasho has some connections to at least uh eox a little bit plus he's a Solarian. plus uh you know I, I i always feel like when characters get up to that level when you know when you're talking like level 14 15 you're a significantly powerful person it's not alindra could be you know like a grandmaster teacher <laughs> of salarians essentially they kind of become bigger deals so i wouldn't be surprised if he had absolutely heard of her
1: so you guys ready to get back on the road Yep, It is not far, maybe like 20 minutes later, that you begin seeing signs for a detour you all can make, and perhaps one that Sprouts would be most interested in making. Before continuing on to Mari, a road heads out west to the SQ Correctional Facility, also known as the Scorpion, the last known whereabouts of your Raxalite teammates, partner, Briar. Some of you have, have heard him talk about Briar before or looking for another axolite and talking to those prisoners last week. Miles, is is Sprouse petitioning his team to uh, to go out there? You know that the, the prisoners mentioned it might be in a pretty bad state right now as they just... Um, yeah,
3: um, I I imagine he w- he would prefer right. to have strength in numbers. I mean, yeah, he's typically a solitary gumshoe, but he's also not a moron, mm-hmm. and it would be very stupid for him to try to break off in the midst of a planet
1: wide evacuation. Yeah, to go by himself. So what I would mean, what would Sprout say to the squad here? Try to get him to make a slight detour. <laughs> were Were there any people from our from the army that were
3: over there? Cause I know that you, you had mentioned that there were some people heading that way at some point in time.
1: Well, kind of um, up here to the North. No, there, there was a breakout from, from a riot and a prison escape from, from what you've gathered. There could still be people, at the penitentiary, you don't know, yeah. if everyone got out. So, I mean, that could be a reason. Not, no one specifically from the SDF. But. Okay.
3: Well, uh, then Sprouts would probably uh, go along the lines of, you know, if there was a breakout, there's probably injured officers and people who can't evacuate. We should probably ha- head that away.
0: D- D- DeVasho would stick his big head in after he hears that and say, yes, we need to get as
4: many people as we can to the evacuation point. I agree with our small friend. We should. Check it out.
1: Yeah, I mean, you've got room probably for another uh, five people in the back, yeah. uh, even with the two that oh. you've picked up here.
0: Oh, I totally I forgot. If... I'm so sorry. Bef- I, right before we, we can move on with this, uh, we should use one of those serums. I want to take one, and, and I can use it too, but we should stab Raz with it. Oh, you? yeah. He's down eight hit points, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Let me. I'll roll for Raz here, but then, Rebecca, please continue. Sorry.
2: I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I was going to say. I wonder. I wonder if there was, uh, if there's any potential that more of the second battalion, battalion could be at the correctional facility.
1: It's possible. Like I said, it is a detour. So if they were headed straight to the Jurgos Mountains through Lin-Mari, um but it's not like, far, right? No, no. It's it's maybe half an hour detour. Uh,
3: well, it's right up the road, and it can't hurt to help. I mean, if there are some people that are in the breakout, they they can't
1: evacuate. So if if you guys are okay with that. As you turn off the the main highway, it's not uh, a few minutes before you see what looks like lingering smoke coming off of a a huge complex in the distance. The penitentiary, you see also kind of that smoke, uh, black smoke mixes with white warm air from the the facilities. HVAC systems kind of makes this gray cloud above it. The the gate, the main gate, uh, seems to be buckled outward as you drive through it. And as you get to the, the main entrance, the reception doors are shattered, open, and snowdrifts have begun to accumulate inside. Do, do you want to leave Soothreth and, and Raz as, as you head inside? We can leave Soothwreath. Uh, we'll
3: ta-
0: we we'll should take, take Raz. Raz. He knows the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, he might I, be able to
3: help us look I, around.
1: I don't really want to go back in there, guys. I, I just got out.
3: We didn't ask.
1: Alright, alright, alright. I, I, I gotta say, that, that healing serum, uh, I know those are in short supply. I felt real good. This wound is almost completely healed.
0: I did roll a 7 for you. Can, I
1: know, that's that's the highest you're gonna roll for a, a serum to heal. Can we make sure we else? take the keys to the truck with us so that uh, Sutret doesn't drive off on his own yeah i mean i'm just gonna assume that you take the keys with you every time you leave the vehicle <laughs> i mean uh, <laughs> i'm if, if just i want to know mall. what your whole situation is with keys in your car <laughs> like do you just
0: do you just get out of your car and walk away <laughs>
1: he just goes to the mall and just like you know hopes for the best i'm just, make, right, I'm just making sh- I'm, I'm covering bases in case like you just we, leave we, a hundred dollar bill under the no. i'm covering no. bases in case we walk out of this prison and we didn't say that we took the keys Patrick's like, and the dude just drove off with your car, so now you're going to walk the whole way. I mean, mean, it is
2: a fair question where we're leaving a person in the car. (laughs) Uh,
3: He's a military man. I'm sure he knows how to hotwire a car. If he wants to get gone, he's going to get gone. Yeah, so you should probably kill him now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I agree. for sure. No, no. If you guys uh, are leaving back there, he's actually like closes his eyes in the back and is going to try and and sack out. Um, He seems like he was up all night, so he's, if um. he was at that waterworks, yeah, he, he's looking pretty haggard. And psychically communicating with Trest uh, for the last um, half hour or so does seem to have calmed him down a great deal. He he looks um, a lot better when you when you are leaving for the, the prison. And as you guys get out and make your way through the reception area, you can hear a distant alarm going off. Just this constant klaxon warning echoing throughout the, the prison here along with some red flashing lights of the emergency lockdown protocols. But uh, at reception at this main desk, you do see a a computer that is open. It looks like it does need to be navigated. Uh, Does anybody want to... Sprouts wants to check it out. Give it
3: a try. Me too, me too.
1: Computer shake. (laughs) Oh, natural (laughs) one's not going to (laughs) help.
3: A uh,
2: 24 from Zinnia.
1: <laughs> Sprouts, you're just there, like, clicking the mouse and nothing happens. But, uh, Zinnia, you are able to... <laughs>
0: Sprouts picks
1: up the mouse Sorry. like
0: Scotty in uh, Star Trek Four, Like, hello, <laughs> computer.
1: <laughs> hello, computer. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, um, you are able to to, uh, to crack into this and have access to what looks like like a a, a little prison map and uh, a list of, of things. Like, visitors as well as... Um, people that are uh, incarcerated here.
2: Are we looking for anyone in in particular? I have a list of people here.
1: I mean, Miles, you're looking for someone
2: Sprouts. in particular,
3: right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, I heard of an android named Andia. What does and- it say about
1: her?
2: Alright, I'll look for Andia.
1: You do indeed find someone under that name located in the Yellow Wing, which seems to be for violent offenders, and you find her cell number uh, marked Y14, and there's like a, a, a little map that pops up when you, you click on that cell. There is a note on her record as well of a uh, a recent visitor to the prison. Who was the visitor? Checking the log with Zinnia's help, of course, Sprout. you can tell that the digital fingerprints of Briar are here as well. It, it looks like she came and visited a few weeks back. Weeks. Yeah. So she wasn't even here when the breakout happened. Do you want to head back and take a look at the cell? Yeah. Walking through the prison, there are a number of what looks like burnt corpses. Uh, Many of them strung up hanging over the the railings from the floor above. There's detritus, you know, trash strewn everywhere as... Signs of the riot are are all around you. You pass some more bodies and cells here that look like they were burnt while while locked up. Find no living prisoners or guards. uh, It seems to be kind of a ghost town. And it says you get to Andia's cell. You see likely what Briar saw here too when she came and visited as looking into it, um, it does seem to be opened, but just through the bars scribbled Floor to ceiling are writings, um, pages and writing on the wall of what looks like some kind of manifesto, just like long form, multiple paragraphs. Likewise, papers are scribbled and and strewn across the floor, many of them with the word The Reckoning written at the top. And then the only other object you see inside there is what looks like a a tiny, intricate mechanical box sitting (coughs) on um, the windowsill. What would you like to do? Well, the first thing I want to do is t- kind
3: of take a, a good look. I mean, I know you described everything, but I just want to take a, an extra look around to see if I see possibly any clues or anything that would be hidden, like, to the layman.
1: Make me a perception check, um, even before you enter. That's 11. Yeah, no, with, with that, you, you, you're basically just seeing what you can see from outside. It does seem like there, there are some walls that you can't see from, from the inside, or, or from from the hallway uh, you'd, you'd have to explore inside. Well, then he's going to check out that little silver box. Anyone else want to go in with Sprouts or do you want to? Yeah, can I we will. also roll Perception before we walk in? Yeah, go right ahead.
0: The large creature will stay outside.
1: This is made indeed for.
2: he uh, got a 23 on Perception.
1: Zinnia rolling rocks tonight.
2: It's actually plus, it's plus two if it's dim or dark. Is it dim or dark in here?
1: It is at this point as it's kind of in, in this lockdown procedure. Let's, uh, you are, let's not
2: be too much of a show-off, Rebecca.
1: <laughs> uh, you, oh boy. That's hey. the guy who rolled a one. Echo 7 rolled a one, yeah. Call, call him out, Tyler.
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't worry, I'm on it. I'm on this.
1: I'm actually, yeah. um, uh,
3: does Echo 7 have, I know he's you know an exoskeleton, but does he have the ability to take pictures at all
1: with, like, his screen or anything? I mean, he's got a built-in, like, communications
3: deal. Well, because Sprouts was going to kind of, like, signal to him to kind of take photos of, like, the
1: manifesto and stuff written on the wall so they could kind of look at it later. If anyone has a comm unit or a data pad, it has that functionality. Yeah, I mean, yes, Echo 7 has a built-in comm unit, so. Yeah, so you're just like, click, 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 tapping your forehead. (laughs) Right, so I will say with that perception check Xenia, you are able to just grab little sprouts before ah! <laughs> he's able to, to push the door all the way in. There seems to be like a, a simple latch like almost someone has put like a bucket above the the door frame here that seems to be linked to a plastic jug filled with what seems like uh, perhaps an accelerant <coughs> of some kind. And there is a, a little light source right there, like a, a small Small, ever-burning-looking ever candle. Mm. Wow, they took the uh. bucket of water above the door <laughs> trick to the next It's like It's <laughs> level. like Home Alone in Hell. <laughs> well, I mean, a- after seeing that and, and from what you've seen in the rest of the prison here, it does seem like this might have been what burnt multiple people in their, their cells. So this cruel trap. But now that you see it, it is something that you can try it's and disable before. Yeah. Well,
3: first he looks up at Zinnia and just says, good looking out. Thanks. Oh, yeah. That, that 11 year rolled was not enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Can we, do we have to roll anything
1: specific to, to disarm it or do we can we just, you know, just go in? This will be a, a fairly simple engineering check. Now, there is I don't wanna say, it's a little dangerous because if you roll low, you could set off the trap. But what have you rolled? Mild? Uh, 18. Okay. Whew. All right. You've missed it and you are able to just detach that jug, so you know you can open up the the door, and it does seem like it is uh, maybe a mix of vehicle fuel and maybe some kind of like homemade gasoline kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say some kind of chemical accelerant, yeah. but it, it, it would have burnt and and like hurt styrofoam a good deal here, like styrofoam dissolved in gasoline. <laughs> yeah, but there's nobody in the cell when you do get inside, so you're not sure you know, who who is this here for. But as, as you guys enter, something else happens. As you hear a metallic whirring noise, no, no. Um, a little ticking sound as it's this ticking. metallic box springs forth from the shelf, just kind of pops up and it stands on little robotic legs and little arm blades come out as its face appears from the top of the box and... Uh, walks up right next to Sprouts and is standing about as tall as the little Raxalite and says, To all non-believers, death comes first. Uh, we are in initiative turn <gasps> order. Oh my goodness. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a murder box. I thought box. it was a puzzle box. I was really but excited about it. I know.
1: It. I was super stoked for like some sort of clue. Yeah, it is a puzzle. The only solution is
2: death.
1: <laughs> oh, it, it is a clue. It's a clue to how much it's gonna kill you guys <laughs> oh boy oh boy we've got some uh, we've got we've had some things happen in this show but this dude
0: i've rolled three eighteens on the last three initiatives nice and i'm still nowhere near the top aren't i just <laughs> barely making it just <laughs> it's okay it didn't do quite as well this time
1: that's- you guys are still rolling pretty pretty well. Um, I am going to roll uh, a Raz Gunjet in, uh, even though he's out in the hallway as well. So it might be- yeah, He's out there with Dimash. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I've rolled a four on the dice. He's, he's so. out there, Bill Pullman style. Game over. Game <laughs> over. Sprouts uh, sees this thing popping down the shelf, and you are able to act First, it is right on top of you. Though, what would what would you like to do? Well, I'm gonna target it obviously for my trick attack, and then I'm gonna move away.
3: Is, so, are we able to move? Is this is this whole square, the room.
1: Yes. Yeah, so it is. Uh, it actually looks like maybe a couple prisoners were in here, but it is about 15 feet by. Uh, 25 feet wide. So the door is right here, next to Echo. Echo Seven. seven. Okay. Uh, uh, and then I'm a- Echo Seven, Zinnia, and uh, you are the
3: only ones in the room. All right, I'm gonna take a shot with my laser pistol. All righty. Trick attack. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm very excited for you. How? Uh, it's how a CR 14. This thing is. Oh, that will do it though. Uh, it's a 19 to hit.
1: 19. Flat-footed, EAC, yeah, of course, that's a hit. Uh, seven damage. Oh my goodness. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, seven points on the board as you score a hit. Uh, it does look like, as is like completely made of metal, this thing is tough. This little death box. Oh boy. Xenia, we're on to you next. Also right in the room, about 10 feet away from this thing.
2: Can I somehow identify this thing?
1: Yes. This is going to be an engineering check. Okay to identify oh
2: no oh that's a natural one so only a 10
1: oh uh oh a natural one so only a 10 get out, that, out of here <laughs> now does that include <sighs> uh adding one for your alien bonus? or is that only life science
2: no, it's to identify creatures, yes, I believe. So I think it would apply. Uh, well, so. I mean, I'm
1: just saying it is an 11. It's not that bad, but it's, an uh, 11. it's not going to be enough to, to figure out what this thing is. Oh, no.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, it doesn't look nice. So I'm going to um, use my laser pistol and stealthily attack it.
1: You don't look nice, bird lady.
2: Oh, and it's a plus two to the trick attack for dim lights. Yes. Yeah okay that's a cr eight or lower uh that'll do and the attack is a 13
1: a 13 against eac flat-footed that is just a hit
2: oh perfect that will do five damage total
1: Alrighty, excellent. It, it's, it is getting damaged. It's getting there. But it is its turn now in the 18 right before a Devacho, It is going to move up a guarded step right before Echo 7 and within range of a Sprouts and a Zinnia. I think, unfortunately, it's got to go to a Sprouts who uh, did a little bit more damage here and also might have. Uh, more of a chance as you guys are on the same level. Same yeah. size. So it's coming at you with some, some death arms. These like serrated, bladed little arms. It looks like it's uh, kind of got switchblades for hands. Uh, I just got pruned. Oh! Super hit. 19 on the dice. Definitely oh. a hit. And this is a d6 damage. Uh, roll a 4 on the dice. That is 8 points of slashing. All right, you are you are surprised that this thing was able to like get right over to you and reach with that blade, because like I said, like you, it is it's tiny. It's it's really, really not small, but tiny, maybe uh, like six inches tall. That is its turn, though, and we are on to Devasho next.
0: Patrick, how thick is how thick and of what material is the walls in between the two cells? The prison walls. Yeah, the prison
1: walls. The walls of the prison are the walls of the prison. Are pretty thick. Um okay. I would say like a foot.
0: Okay. Then we're not busting through that. Yeah, no. Like <laughs> like the prisoners camp. <laughs> well, the prisoners aren't a, a a large, you know, they uh, can't be. Person. Well, they're not. True. Yeah, right uh, now
1: you you, you kind of have some people in your way.
0: Yeah, we're just going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to have to use a move action just to get the shield out. And oh, everybody's in my way. So we'll use another move action to focus on this little guy. And uh, Devasha would maybe poke his head around the door and be like, do you need help? It's
4: really cute. I don't know if I am required, and I, I can't fit.
1: <laughs> oh, this thing this thing is, is putting some hurt on uh, Sprout so far. So that if that's going to be your turn, though, we are on to Echo 7, Drew. All right. Can I pull out my weapon as... Uh, or have I had my weapon out because we have been walking into a potentially dangerous area? Yeah, it's up to you guys if, if you want to have had your weapons out. It's not like... A sunny walk through the the park here. There are like dead bodies and fires and stuff. I, I, I assume you you could have a weapon. There. Is this considered a tiny creature? Uh, it is. It is very small. Does that mean they cannot do attacks of opportunity? I don't know. Do you have engineering? Do you want to see if you can roll it? Hmm. But you so get fourteen. Yeah, it's still not going to be enough for this little guy. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot it in the face with a hail cannon without moving. Without moving. Okay, so it will get an attack of opportunity. <laughs> Ooh, drawing that from the sky, maybe that's a good thing. Uh, super hit. Nineteen on the dice. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> that that was a little early there for the the gun sound effect. Do we have any? Oh
0: yeah, uh, my bad. <laughs> what tiny what?
1: toy that's trying to kill you? Sound effects. Uh, Ooh. Maximum damage, 10 points of slashing. Ouch! Tiny things didn't get attacks of opportunity. Yeah, you'd be surprised by that, but yeah, maybe not. Making your attack now? Yep. Let's see if I can get something back. It's a 15. 15 against KAC is gonna be a miss. does not one damage anyway. Oh boy. Now you still have a move action. Do you wanna do you wanna take that?
0: Yeah, I'll take a guarded step back and back at. And actually no, I'm not going to because I don't want it it's already, to, it's to
1: it's already taken its attack of opportunity.
0: Drew, move. Trest is like right behind you. All right, I'll move. I'll move over here.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Move moving past this little thing. You just can kinda of like step right over it after it stabs you. <laughs> and that is indeed gonna bring us to Trest. Now that has the, the Sharon has a uh, kind of a, a clear path. What do you want to hmm. do? Yeah. Does Zinnia have her baton out or is that gun Gun times?
2: I think I, well, I shot before, but yeah.
1: Once again, it's up to you if you want to have both out. Can
2: I just have both out? I mean, I have two hands. Yes. Two hands for two weapons. Yes, I have them both out.
1: All right, sweet. Uh, yeah, I'm going to step in and then sidestep around this guy and uh, get uh, just opposite Zinnia on this thing come around and i'm gonna try to take one of those saw blades right off of there okay they, they are integrated they're like a darms. i'm gonna cut it off oh, okay with a <laughs> super sword attacking level one super sword Ooh. oh man that mm.
3: one me 20 is so bad it
1: looks like a 20 it yeah is, it, re- it, it reached 20, 20 on mine oh <laughs> So uh, Patrick, that, that's cocked. I got to re roll that one. <laughs> well, you've got a book re roll. I'm, I'm not telling you how to use your dice, but. Uh, you know what? In- no, I'm going to use communalism You're once a day. You know, I was thinking about that just earlier today. I was like, has he used communalism? I have not used communalism yeah. uh, even once so far this campaign. I, well, and now, I've, I've, I've can, been can you now remind myself. us what communalism is? I, I was about to say, actually, I think communalism, you have to choose before you roll, right? Let's Let's find out. Uh, you can, a Sheeran can roll a single attack roll or skill check twice and take their higher results. So and that's not a re-roll. That's not y- a re-roll. You do have a book re-roll. That's why they're so powerful. Is that a, a yay or nay? Yay. Oh <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> You're first having none of this little murder bot. Uh, now, now, now can you, you choose communalism here? <laughs> I will allow it if you want to, if you want to use it on, on the reroll, just to give that extra spice. Yeah, let's let's do it here. Wow, we're going yeah. all out. Rolling twice. All right, so there's
0: one. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad.
1: But you could have rolled a twenty on the second. It's one. slightly. Less, not as, almost not bad. Uh, 12 and 11, yeah, that 16 against KAC uh, with flanking, that is going to be enough. How much damage do you roll with that? Yeah, one? six points of damage. All right. All right. Six points he's of top damage top of- on both of those rolls, by the way. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and he's all flat-footed. Right. Once again, it only is flat-footed to your attack. Oh, semester. sorry, my bad. Later on, uh, <laughs> like like um, oh, yeah. it happened with Bum uh you guys will both probably get that. ability. <laughs> but uh right now oh you guys know whose turn it is it's raz gunjack who's gonna get up bit thing. Yeah! oh it's attack time Come back, Raz. No, I'm, I'm helping! I rolled no. the floor! <laughs> oh <laughs> nice, I'm not helping, guys! Raz, come back! Come back, Raz. He's too much for you. Um, turn two, Miles. We're back to Sprouts. Right. um He's already used his attack. He has. Me. So I'm, I'm just if gonna you... pop over the other side of the room. Ooh, nice. So racing past this little thing.
3: And then I'm gonna use my trick attack.
1: It's a
3: 12 to hit.
1: Ooh, yeah, no trick and against EAC, that is a miss. Oh, Sadly, sadly. But Zinnia, our next operative is up in the turn order before it goes. Uh, what would you like to do, Rebecca?
2: Well, since I'm flanking with trust, I'm going to stay where I am and use my baton um, to slap this little toy against its face with my oh. baton.
1: All right, go right ahead.
2: But stealthily, I don't have to move to use trick attack, right? Uh, no, you do not. It's not gonna see this baton coming, <laughs> at its face.
1: You're striking from the shadows and the shadow <laughs> baton of a, a considerable height difference. Ooh. Oh my goodness. All right,
2: so trick, ad- trick attack does not go off. Um, however, the attack <laughs> itself is a 21. Oh, that's a hit. That's four damage.
1: And it is bloody. You see it's kind of like lopsided and there's like a, a couple sparks spewing out of its, its neck. It is its turn, though, and it looks like a, a Raz, a Zinnia, and a Tres get to make an attack of opportunity, because it is running straight for our Rax Light friend. Straight for Sprouts. Kill
0: oh, kill Raz, it. be the hero, Raz.
1: Be the hero. Uh, well, what, uh, how, how about the PCs be a hero first? Yeah, we got a hit from yeah. from Trest. How about how about Trest be a hero?
0: Yeah, Trest, With nine
2: 18 damage. from Zinnia.
1: A hit from Trest, a hit from Zinnia. What what damage did yeah? 3. Okay, it is looking really hurt after that as it is chugging towards sprouts. Can Raz do it? Let's take did you let's take Trest 9 to look for a count. <laughs> Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost dead. I've rolled a 12 for our our good friend, Raz, and that is a hit. Oh, <gasps> Razmataz. Kill steal? Oh, my goodness. I, I have to go back and check his stats <laughs> because we're so close here. I've rolled. I think it's a plus
0: three, so I think that's six.
1: I've rolled a three on the D4. Back to last week's episode <laughs> notes, everyone.
0: I don't know where to track his damage. Under,
1: like, I don't, I'm not giving oh. it to Patrick. I I, I track. Uh, oh, oh, you're talking about the <laughs> brass. Yeah, I thought you were
0: talking about uh, how much damage she's taken. Oh no, no, I I mean like how much I track your damage output, but I don't want to count. But that's against us, I don't want to count his damage under you. You <laughs> uh, can have so a catch-all
2: NPC damage. Definitely right? a I
1: should, yeah. hit, and I've rolled a three on the dice. That is just enough to destroy this little thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow, all three of you had to hit in order to, to, to take that down, because just Raz and Tress would not have been enough, needed Zinnia. It was going right for Sprouts for another uh, uh, spring attack. This is a... A creature, a monster. It is a weaponized devil in a box. Uh, it's a, a tiny uh, technological, technological construct, but it does have a, a spring attack and a uh, mobile reach, which means if it moves, it gets a five-foot reach on its turn. Uh, uh, which is what it was trying to do. And this, this is a, a, a painful little, little devilish creature that uh, it does seem like it was perhaps left behind here. Now that we are out of contact, uh, combat, as it's dying in front of you, Sprouts, uh, you hear just like a recorded message almost, but it's this thing's little voice and here as, as it's like slowly fading away, it says, I, I shall protect you sister spark. It is dead. And you are able to now take a, another look around the, the, the jail cell and Sprouts, bleeding from this this uh, this thing's attack still, little plant blood, <laughs> uh, you find tacked to the wall Briar's business card. And on it, a note scribbled in kind of a, a manic, ham-fisted, blocky letters, the words, FIRST TO DIE. There's a, a crude drawing of your partner scraped into the wall next to it. And you find a note underneath that as well. Uh, of course that note reads to be continued. Oh but uh, we'll find out more about this mystery next week on the podcast. Exciting. Uh this this is a little side adventure, not part of the AP, but is a part of our story because of course we had to go to the prison. How would you how are you not going to the, the a place called the Scorpion? You gotta I agree. Go to it's pretty cool. What exactly does that mean first to die? sister spark oh these answers will come in future episodes but uh you guys have to keep playing you have to continue to be my friends and everyone out there has to continue <laughs> to listen to the podcast in order to get those the mystery solved
0: i have the art for the weaponized toy I'll see if i can't put it in front of my oh. webcam for you it is indeed Man.
1: yeah so that one it's it's so funny uh, i remember that art i didn't want to use that specifically it looks like a little swarm popping out of like a jack in the Box. yeah mm-hmm. uh this yeah. one d- does look a, like a little well, devilish
0: here, here's another one where it's actually uh it's a little ball that projects like a living hologram of a knight that attacks Oh, that's you. cool <laughs> I believe,
1: yeah so i this, believe that's a different version of it this is a deadly little creature this was cr3 that you guys were able to to take on. I thought this was going to be a fun one. It could be a little dangerous if you hadn't seen that trap, Zinnia. No, Very no. useful that you walked into the, the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No.
2: I'm glad I yeah. did.
1: Because, yeah, I think uh, Sprouts might almost be down. if unless you, Well, you got Evasion. You probably would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. That's going to do it for us this week. We are back on the path next week north. We're going to see what mari has got in store. Guys, thanks for playing with me. Thank Thank you. 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 Everyone out, out there, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.